if you're struggling with fatigue, which is one of the two biggest struggles with Hashimoto's, the first one being can't lose that difficult, stubborn Hashi weight. And then the second one is this frightening, exhausting, extreme fatigue. These are my top five things of where to start. My name is Dr. Emily Kybird. I'm a chiropractor since 2007. I see women with Hashimoto's and I help them learn how to work out without the burnout. I've seen women for the past 15 years, as well as online inside my Thyroid Strong program. And I'm a big believer that if you get your energy back, anything is possible. So a lot of us like to work on the brain fog piece or the weight piece. Really, we're working on all pieces together at once. But if you get your energy back, you can do anything with that energy. So this podcast is in response today because I got an email from a woman who is struggling with fatigue and she hasn't even started the Thyroid Strong program yet. And she goes, pain, this is from the email, pain is not the issue or moving out of pain. It's the debilitating fatigue. I can barely get down the stairs to let the dog out, much less to do a warm up or a routine. There's zero energy, very frightening levels of fatigue without different medication and intervention. So obviously, she should touch base with her medical provider to get her labs run again. But this is a very common symptom. This was one of the major symptoms that I had with Hashimoto's. And so if you are in a situation where maybe you feel like you're paired with a doctor that doesn't listen or is not helping you walk that path to feeling better or doing more extensive testing, or you're like, you know what, I just want to try and have more energy. These are my top five tips. So number one is to increase your protein intake. If you're eating 60 to 100 grams of protein a day, you are under eating your protein. You will not have energy. So protein has essential amino acids, which are the building blocks for life. And those essential amino acids help drive up our ATP, the energy in our cells, and our mitochondria, which then help drive up our energy. So if you're not eating enough protein, you will be tired. I know this was me. I was not eating enough protein. I was starting my day with coffee and croissant, and I'd work all day, skip lunch, and I'd finish my day with a piece of salmon and some broccoli. I was not nourishing my body. I was not eating enough protein. So ideally, minimum 30 grams per meal. You could go up to 50 grams per meal. Another way to think of it is one gram per pound of ideal body weight. So if you want to be 150 pounds, you're going to eat 150 grams of protein. You're going to break that up into even amounts. You're not going to load it at the end of the day. You're going to do 50 for breakfast, 50 for lunch, 50 for dinner. If that's too much, do 30 for breakfast and then supplement with this like a protein shake in between breakfast and lunch. Part of this is no naked carbs. No naked carbs. So you're not just going to eat a carb by itself. You're going to always pair it with a protein or a fat. This will help with the energy component, especially if you have blood sugar issues or you are insulin resistant. Number two is you're going to check for anemia. So go to your doctor, tell them you have fatigue. You're going to check for anemia, a total iron panel, and then you're going to add on ferritin. About 50% of women who have Hashimoto's also have anemia. So if it's an iron deficiency anemia, you're going to talk to your doctor to address that. But you have to get the right testing first. Number three is dialing in your sleep. A lot of Hashi ladies, especially those who have 
adrenal insufficiency issues will be tired all day and then they'll lay down and they're wired. They're like body is tired, but their mind is wired. Just going, 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 going. So if that's the case, you're going to do a couple things. You're going to try and wake up at the same time every day. You're going to try and get eight to 10 hours of sleep. You're going to get sun on your face the first 30 minutes of the day. This will help reset your circadian rhythm and hopefully reset your cortisol. So ideally cortisol is like the sun. It is highest in the morning and then it goes down gradually through the day. It should not be crashing through the day like around two where you're like, oh my God, I need a nap. It should go down gradually. And then melatonin is like the moon. It is highest in the evening to help us go to sleep. But sometimes if we're burning the candle at both ends in many aspects of life, like we're stressed out financially in a relationship, at our work, with our kids, burning the candle at both ends, we will have our cortisol lowest in the morning and then at night it goes up, right? So it's almost this inverse relationship where it's going up at night when it should really be lowest. So the way to reset that is to get sun on your face, direct sunlight, not through a window, um, direct sunlight on your face first 30 minutes after waking. And this will help reset your sleep. If you're going to bed and you're going directly from your phone to bed, that needs to get addressed. Power down all those electronics a couple hours before you go to bed. If you are struggling with any sort of sleep apnea, so you are waking yourself up in the middle of the night, you're gasping for air, you're snoring, you're a mouth breather, you're not breathing through your nose, you will not get good sleep. And then you won't get deep sleep and then you will be fatigued in the morning. So get a sleep study, check to see if you have any sleep apnea because that 1000% should get addressed if you feel fatigued when you first wake up and feel fatigued throughout the rest of the day. So number one was protein. Number two was check for anemia. Number three was sleep. Number four is we need to maintain our muscle mass. We need to feed our muscle appropriately. The more muscle we have, the more mitochondria we have, the more mitochondria I have, the more powerhouses and energy of our cells that we have. And the way we do this is by increasing our muscle tissue. So we can do that through eating protein. And we can also do that by resistance training, picking up a heavy weight with amazing form, putting it down and doing it again until we hit fatigue. Fatigue is different when you're lifting a weight versus the fatigue of um, life. Fatigue when you're picking up a weight is by the last couple reps, it should feel like seven to eight out of 10 in terms of perceived exertion. 10 being no way I can pick up this weight again. Zero being I could pick up this weight a thousand more times. So by the last couple reps, you want to hit this perceived exertion of a seven or eight out of 10. Another way to think of it is you have two more reps in the tank. If you have five more reps by the last couple reps, or you have 10 more reps, you're not picking up a heavy enough weight. The other way to get around it is you could do more reps, but that I have found predisposes you to an overuse injury. So I just like to pick up a heavier weight with lower reps and long rest breaks. So you're getting proper recovery. That is the thyroid strong way. That is what I teach inside thyroid strong. That's how I program it for the Hashi ladies so that they can lift the weight and still have the energy to do the rest of their day, not be totally tanked out and feel like they need a nap in the afternoon. That's the thyroid strong way. So start resistance training three times a week, 20 minutes, work up to 30 minutes, and heavy weights, low reps, long rest breaks. Number five is getting in your steps. 
So starting to, you know, if you're more uh, couch bound or desk bound, start tracking. Use your iPhone, use your iWatch, use your Aura Ring. Just start to see how many steps you would get a day. I like to get eight to 10,000 steps a day. I have more energy that way. I like to do them outside. If I can't get them outside, I get them on my walking pad. Love my walking pad. I'll drop my favorite walking pad link in the show notes. You can check it out. Bolts in half if you need. I love it. I bought one for my husband. He loves his and it's not loud. So get your steps. If you're only doing 2,000 steps a day, increase by 10% a week. That's not a lot. So then the next week you get 2,200 steps and increase slowly. Work your way up to eight to 10,000 steps a day for your cardiovascular health. It will also give you a boost in energy. And if you do it outside, you're getting the fresh air, the sunshine, all the things. So if you're struggling with fatigue, those would be my starting points. Some of them literally implement tomorrow morning. Start your day savory. When you start your day with a big glucose bomb, it drives down your cortisol. So an increase in glucose like eating something really carby, drives down your cortisol. So don't do that. Start your day savory. My girl, Allison Mari, she's talked about that all the time. Start your day savory. And she has great recipes on how to get enough protein for breakfast if you can't eat eggs. If you can't eat eggs, they're an amazing source of protein. So I eat about five eggs. Each egg has about four grams of protein. That is 30 grams of protein right there. If you can't choke down five eggs, Do three eggs and two chicken sausage, and then do a protein shake a little bit later in the day. So number one, hit your protein. Number two, check for anemia with your doctor. Number three, start to reset your circadian rhythm and optimize your sleep. Check for sleep apnea. Number four, hit the weights, thyroid strong style. This is my my way. This is how we teach it inside thyroid strong course. And then number five, start getting your steps. All of those you could literally implement tomorrow. Maybe you need to call your doctor and schedule a time to get labs, but you can make the call tomorrow. So even if you are feeling like zero energy, there is always a way to pivot. There's always a way to pivot. Collect the data, make a plan, execute on it. All right, ladies, I hope you got something out of this episode. If there's one thing you do, start your day savory tomorrow. I will see you next time.